0: welcome to section 10 of the content performance culture book we're talking about why editing for preference should not be a thing in a content performance culture enjoy editing is an interesting topic people do it with their preferences in mind certainly there are some areas that are non-debatable This is good grammar and this is not good grammar. This is a typo, this is not a typo. This is okay to say, this is inaccurate to say. All those things um, do exist, but there are gray areas. So over the years, certainly we have seen editors who edit for preference. They don't like impact or effect, so they use the other one, for example. That is still my favorite example, honestly. Um, They don't like certain ways to tell a story. So they change it, not because it's wrong, but because it's not their preference. It's not their style. Uh, Some editors like shorter sentences or shorter paragraphs. Some like longer. Uh, You know, there are best practices today in a content performance culture. Shorter sentences work. Shorter sentences make it easier for the people who are skimming your content to skim it. Um, They also make it easier to understand when you have long, long sentences, it's not good writing. Passive writing. Uh, I have seen editors over the years who, I I don't wanna say they edit it in, but they also don't edit it out. And that's not a preferential editing, that's actually um, good editing. So as you're editing, think about Does it make the story better and will it help with performance? The example I give in the Content Performance Culture book is that we spend all this time looking, uh, working on an article, getting it in perfect shape, running it through 29 approval processes and at the end of the day, nobody read it. And that could be a number of reasons why that happened is we missed the time uh the opportunity when people actually cared about that story uh, or the content or we didn't run a good syndication strategy or we didn't use the best angle possible and sometimes when you have 29 approval steps you do end up um watering things down yes you use the language that everybody approved and yes 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 you were careful um but took too long so if you need 29 approval processes because you're highly regulated and you need to get your thing uh, your your things approved by a number of people make sure that can be done in a quick process Um, if it takes months but the window of opportunity is only a week that can't happen Uh, just you know just not a thing that can happen so if you are if you have grown up in the world of preferential treatment, of editors owning the process, it is highly important that you also learn how to edit for content performance. Now, what's interesting about that is that that didn't used to be a thing, right? Everything was highly, this is the opinion, um, and we're sticking by it. Nobody knows whether or not it's working. Nobody knows whether or not anybody is reading uh, because it was printed or we didn't even look at it. So today, if we're editing work, yes, we want to edit out typos. Yes, we want to uh, make sure it's correct. Yes, we want to make sure all the best practices that we currently know about are being followed. That is highly important, Um, but it also needs to end up performing. And if we're editing and it doesn't perform, sometimes that's on the writer and sometimes that is on the editor. And for the record, I am a big proponent. um, That's also in the book a number of times of multiple edit touch points. So every article really should be edited by at least one editor, uh, at least two, honestly. Uh, Self-editing is not editing. Um, I'm even seeing it by my for myself here in this book. So all the book chapters are based on previous blog posts. And what's interesting about that is I put them in a different order. I add transitions. Sometimes I have articles that make a uh, more thorough um, chapter, you know, so I combine them and then later I can't find them because I remember them as articles, but now they're a more thorough chapter. And, um, You know, I'm trying to put them together in a way that makes more sense. um, You know, but anyway, as I was editing the book, uh, so my blog posts typically are not edited by anybody other than myself. So if you really want to see my raw writing, the blog actually is a good place to do that because I don't I don't hire an editor. You know, um, nobody reads them except myself. Sometimes uh, things slip through. Um, but basically that's that's my unedited writing, and um, I do catch typos every once in a while as I'm transitioning those blog posts into uh, book chapters or parts of a book chapter. so it's interesting to see you know that it's hard to catch everything when it's just you um, and you do need an editor. so this is has nothing to do with being against editing. Or having an agenda against editors I like teamwork and I, I'm talking about that in the content performance philosophy which uh, we presented earlier in an earlier podcast here but basically um, you know it there needs to be a purpose it can't just be I've been promoted to an editor and a lot of companies still see editors as above writers or other types of content creators um, and you know so they're approving it but But in my opinion in this model something to think about is they're not approving it they're editing to make it better right and um you know so it moves away from i'm in charge i'm in power to i have skills to take your original reporting and original writing and take it up a notch and that's very very important Um, the other tip that i shared in this chapter is um, how to get content to be um, simpler uh, and how to test it. There are tools out there. The WordPress Yoast plugin is a fantastic tool um, that I would recommend using. Uh, there's no reason it can't be used if you are on WordPress. It's free. There's upgrades. There are upgrades available, but um, the free version does just fine. So, no reason not to use that. Honestly. Um, in word if you're still writing in word i know that still happens um, please do consider turning on um, the the grade level reading check um, it is in the book uh, it's also on authentic if you want to blog for it or microsoft um, office has um, has a help section where you can find it Uh, It's not turned on by default for some reason. I would say most content on the web should be grade level 8 to 10, roughly. Um, Sometimes it needs to be a little higher because you have words in there that you really can't edit out. So if you're writing something in healthcare, sometimes there's no way around using a big word because that's the word, right? I mean, you want to explain it, but that word might ding your grade level reading just a little bit. So... Um, As you're editing, we need editors, we need digital analysts. We talked about that already. We need content creators. We especially need content creators who can write and also produce multimedia to a certain level at the same time. So if you're covering something out and about, uh, you're gonna write an article about it, there's no reason you can't do a quick video or a quick 360 or uh, whatever it might be. We've talked about immersive video already um, that is so much easier to produce nowadays than it used to. So edit together, be a team, learn when you can. Uh, and the other thing is these highly collaborative editors, what they also do, they explain when they need to explain something, but they don't over-explain. So, for example, if there's a typo, a typo does not need a eight-paragraph explanation of why a typo shouldn't be in there, right? Just fix the typo. Have track changes on um, so people can see it perhaps, but for the most part, there's no reason to have a congressional hearing over a typo. We all agree typos shouldn't be in content. That's editors' jobs to fix them. If there's something more substantial, like an edit, why it needs to happen or what was changed or what they were trying to do, or also to check, are these facts still correct? very, very important. Um, so be collaborative, don't edit for preference, um, edit towards reaching content performance. And in the long run, it will help you as the editor, it'll help your writers, it'll help your companies, and uh, you know, it'll help you be more successful with your content. Until next time, thank you for listening.